Hello, and welcome to a Pair of Dice Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan, and I'll be your editor for this game. In this game run by Cody, we made one-shot characters who are all part of a monster-hunting sect of the Order of Desna, and have some kind of past trauma that defines or hinders them. The players are Britt as Cory, a cleric, Michaela as Sandara, a ranger, Alex as Dwin, a wizard, and myself as Red, a monk. We hope you all enjoy The Nightmare of Daymore. Oh no, I rolled sixes instead of eights. Oh well, we'll go with it. Oh boy. Uh, 27 points of damage. Rude. I'm down to 42. Sir. I'm just constantly just flip-flopping between where, where that I am. Sir. I just fixed that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Brendan. I have gentle repose. I'll cast it on you. Oof. For its uh, last action, it is going to whip a tendril out at Corey. That's rude. That's what you get for healing the guy I'm trying to kill. I'm just doing my job. <laughs> Britt, don't forget that you're in Alex's cool little thing, so you get plus one AC. Hey. No. So it's 22 to hit me. Because I don't have my shield up. I really need to do that. But I have to keep healing somebody. That's fine. Oof. God damn. That was terrifying. It was Where'd the plus crit. 20 go from? I don't like I it. I said Beth was with us in spirit. I don't like it. Oh, I see. I hate it. I don't want to live here anymore. I I think that might be a crit on Brit. That what, is a crit on Brit. Does it ha- what makes it a crit? And 10 over the, the AC. Oh yeah, my AC is 22 with that plus one from the the circle. Jesus Christ, you got to 38? Fuck. 22 on Corey as the tendril reaches out and wraps around her throat. Uh, Make me a fortitude save, please. Yeah. And making a fortitude? 20. No. Uh, you receive the fatigued condition as your thoughts are plagued with endless nightmares. Hey, you too. And it is Sandara's turn. Um, I'll shoot crossbow a couple of times. At red. Uh, at the nightmare. <laughs> Nope, you already declared red. Roll to hit. Now go ahead. So your first one's going to be at your full bonus, and then each one after that is going to be at a five at a uh, penalty of five points. No, it's not. What do you mean? No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. You know something I, I don't know. A hundred craving, but doesn't mean I take penalties. 
She said, Scourge? I enacted this thing as my prey earlier in the game. I get uh, on paragraph two of Hunt Prey, you also ignore the penalty for making ranged attacks within your second range increment on the prey you were hunting. Yeah, that's not your attack uh, penalty. That's on range increment. So if you were farther out, you would ignore that penalty, but you still take the penalty on attacks. Love you. Don't mean to pee in your Cheerios. Ew. How does that happen mistakenly? <laughs> have You'd you never heard that phrase? Hold on. Have you never heard that phrase? I have not. I say that all the time. If someone's grumpy, I was, I'm always like, oh, someone peed in their Cheerios today. Yeah. Or, you know, who flushed your goldfish? Never heard that one either. I don't know. I, I've heard the other one. I don't use it, though. I use the Cheerios one a lot. I get the same reactions, though, from other people. They're like, what was? what is that? On the first shot, Sindar's arrow goes wide. And the second one gets closer, but still falls just short of the nightmare. Alright, I'm going to use a short bow. Try again, because the crossbow is not working. Ooh. Ooh! Why is it glowing? I like that. Because it was a nat 20. Oh, shit. Which should still only be like a plus one, but it's also, you know, a nat 20, so it's going to hit anyway. Fuck him up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so switching to the short bow doesn't, like, refresh your attack penalty, so you still should have shot at a uh, plus one, but because you hit a crit. Dumb, you're still going to keep the crit. Well, math aside, still hit. Yeah, technically what a, a nat 20 does is it, in, it increases the level of success by one step. So if it was a miss, it would become a hit. Um, if it was a hit, it becomes a crit. Oh, so works. weird. I'm not sure I like that. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Nat 20s be criticals. Cool. cool. For y'all. Cause that doesn't feel right. Alright, roll your uh, roll your crit damage. Alright, you see the arrow sink into the flesh of the nightmare and slowly get absorbed. Alright, next up is Dwin. Alright, so I have a question. Can I roll like an arcana or religion or something um, to figure out if uh, basically how this magic is working um, of Jenny and Beth and like them being absorbed? And ultimately, what I'm trying to figure out is is do they like is Beth being absorbed or whatever in this beast count as a spell that is like dispellable? Or is it something that's just innate and I'd be wasting my time? Um, yeah. Roll a cult? Does a cult or kind of sound better for that? I mean, they're, they're, they're effectively the same thing. It's just what type of magic it is. You know? Yeah. 
So if your beast is mostly like a cult and stuff, then that's probably the thing to do. Yeah, roll me an occultism check. 22. Awesome. Uh, after seeing what happened and noticing uh, the nightmare gets a little more pep in its step after absorbing Beth, uh, you believe that uh, Beth and Ginny may have been extensions of itself. Sure. Uh, and it was Nightmare Prime is weaker as long as the two are outside of it. But if they are allowed to join with it, it gets stronger each time one joins. Okay. So it's if Jenny like were to happen to just kind yeah, of it's, how it is, right? Okay, cool. Then uh, that helps me not uh, my if, dispelling. If you were to get a uh, a little meta here, uh. If you were to roll a critical success on a dispel uh, check uh, against uh, Jenny's character DC, uh, I would let you dispel Jenny. Okay. Uh, I'm still not going to do that, I think. Um, well, one action is going to be sustaining this, this aura spell, so it gets five feet bigger. So it's Corey that I've spider climb on, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, yep. Okay. Um man, I am does Corey care about spider climb anymore? No. I am going to cast haste on Corey. And you get you have both spells on you. Um so the duration is one minute. Magic empowers the target to act faster. It gains the quickened condition and can use the extra action each round only to strike, so attack or stride, move. Um, so you can't factor it into spells, but you can use it to move. So you have four actions, one of which can only be used for... Uh... So I've quickened? Yeah, you get the quickened condition. So is that your turn? That is my turn, yeah. Hey, it is Jenny's turn. All right. Uh, Jenny does a front flip off the roof she's standing on and begins beelining towards the nightmare. Oh, no. Uh, she stops a couple feet away. And draws again on red. Uh, the first arrow shoots proud. Nah, 17 is not going to hit me. Yeah. Got a CC. But will a 16? No, it will not. Unless, of course, my AC starts going down again. All right. Uh, and the. For her last action, uh, she steadies her aim. Uh, arrow drawn on you, knowing, confident that her next strike will actually do it, even though the past five have not. And that ends Jenny's turn. Alright, so I'm going to cast Guidance on Red first. 
Okay. What's uh what's guidance do in this game? Because I know what it does in 5e, but I don't know what it does here. It grants you a plus one status bonus to one attack roll, perception check, saving throw, or skill check that you attempt before uh, before the duration ends. Okay. Um, you can choose which who roll which roll to use the bonus on before rolling. Okay. Cool. And then I'm going to cast Searing Light on the big bad dude on the nightmare. Oh no. Does a 16 hit it? No. And I figured. Well, I guess that's my turn. Yeah, so Corey shoots a blinding ray of uh, searing hot light towards the uh, nightmare, but somewhere in her panic uh, stumbles and sends a flare out into the night sky. So we are at the top of the round on red. Uh, I could go and try and stop Jenny, or I can just keep beating on this nightmare. Do any of you guys have any preferences on what I do? I think I should probably go stop the archer from joining it the, uh, the mass. It seems like um, I'm I'm just curious. Does it seem to us that um, like when it's gotten Beth stronger? Well, like absorbed hit points, but also if like basically if they have any sort of shared, I guess not because Jenny's still at a hundred, but shared hit point pool. I don't know. That's hard to tell. Well, Dwin would Dwin would call out that uh, he thinks Beth and Jenny are just the nightmare's projections. Okay. Um, and yeah, so do with that what you will. Uh, in that case, then uh, Red is going to continue to attack. Two attacks right here. So uh, you know some Floria blows. I'm going to use that guidance and that. Uh, that hunting thing that uh, that Sandara gave us uh, like two rounds ago that I forgot about so on my first hit. So I'm going to actually get to roll at regular whatever's. <laughs> oh, y'all, y'all didn't get that. That's only if she got a crit on it. Oh, that's only if she got a crit. OK. Yeah. OK, well, then I'm just going to use the to guidance. It's and... one of its damage immunities from her. Wow. Fuck me. Well, it looked like it was on 20 for a second. It was, like, stuck on the edge or something. On the edge of glory. Uh-huh. Does a 20 hit? No. Okay. Um, I'm going to be smart about this, and I'm going to use my last action to grab a lesser healing potion out of my pack and chug it. Hey, yo. Yeah, I don't want that. Oh, yeah, we have items. What do I have for items? Probably not much, but yo, that's eighteen Ooh, more health back it. to me. Hey. Also, I don't think my health bar is correct. It might be. I think it, it probably does it rounds up like ten percent. Yeah, you have forty-four out of sixty-eight hit points. Okay, yeah, you're right. It yeah. just looks worse looking at the bar on my path builder yeah. than it does over here. Yeah. 
Yeah, it might be increments of 20%. So, yeah, it, yeah, it's increments of 20%. So, yeah, uh, that's my turn. You did it. Yep, I'm starting to run low on spells. A tentacle, a uh, black tentacle reaches out and finds purchase slithering into Jenny's back. Uh, it lifts the woman off the ground, splitting her in half and swinging the corpse to uh, attack Red. Ugh. I have a weird question for you, Cody. I've got a weird answer. Actually, you know what? I'll... I'll... Never mind. Don't worry about it. You said that it's just swinging the corpse? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. If I could get this kitten to stop walking across my keyboard so I can actually type. Hmm. Are you staring at, Bengus? You gonna go play with Count Forcula? Is that the little one's name? Uh, his name is Captain Fork, but yes. Wow. What a name. Captain Forklift Certified Invictus is his full government name. It is quite a name. I want to see that on the driver's license. (laughs) But earlier when we were talking, I kept kept wanting to call him Forculus. And then it turned (laughs) into Count Forcula. I see my brain went a different way, and I was imagining him, imagining him as like a Roman Roman legionary. <laughs> I love Orculus it. Maximus. <laughs> Ooh, twenty-four points of damage. Come on, wait, boo, wait. I actually wait. You uh, that was a one d one d twenty four. Okay. I have a very weird question about uh, that thing swinging the corpse for you, Cody. Yeah. When it swings, is it still holding on to it or is it throwing the corpse at me? It's inside the corpse. Okay, so my question here is is actually, this is going to be so weird. Does this count as a melee attack or a ranged attack? Because I do have bracers of missile deflection. And while I know that normally corpses aren't counted as missiles, it does just say ranged attack. They're missiles if they come out of a catapult. You know what? Yeah, it threw the corpse (laughs) at you. Okay. In, uh, it rolled a 26. Uh, But you got to stun it. But I gotta stunt it. Yeah. If you want it, I'm gonna make you work for it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so my bracers of missile deflection give me uh, a plus two to my AC, and that would cause it to fail. Uh, that uh, basically I get to use it as my reaction. She gives me a plus two to AC versus ranged attacks. Um, that would cause it to fail currently because of Alex's. Uh, sustained thing, like by one point. Oh yeah. my god! So that's why I said uh, I need to stun it. Seeing the corpse of uh Jenny 
coming flying at me. Uh, the the uh, red is going to stare at like you said it was like it got ripped in half. Yeah. Red is going to stare at this in like awe and shock for a moment, and then his uh his instinctual monk training is going to take over as the arm that has the bracers of mi- of missile deflection on it is going to uh raise up um in a way that would call uh in a way to like kind of like block the the brunt of the attack from hitting him and as it like it kind of comes in to hit he's going to do the like the backwards lean and kind of use like the arm that has the bracer on it to kind of like uh push him back just far enough to avoid most of the damage as he kind of like hits on his back on the ground as the corpse kind of goes sailing like inches above him like he's at a horrifically gory limbo tournament and then as it passes over him he's gonna like hit back up like a like a cool martial artist does wonderful (laughs) (laughs) oh not the foot knuckles his, uh, his martial arts training kicked in. You gotta correct the foot knuckles. That was my one use of that per day. It was a solid use. Yeah, I think so too! <laughs> yeah. Uh, and in it seeing that, uh, Corey's going to need to roll me a will save. I figured that was coming. 27. She's safe. For now, uh, Corey manages to steal herself, seeing this trauma unfold. Um, she's still shaken, so you're going to take Frightened 1, uh, but you don't take any of the psychic damage. Next up is Sandara, who's Frightened should be gone by this round. So she's firing at full effect. All right. I'll use an action to take aim. And then use an action for two crossbow hits. Uh, Two crossbow shots. We don't know if you hit yet. No. Be optimistic. They're hits. I said what I said. (laughs) Ooh. Ooh. Like she like she said, hits. That did hit. Aha. Uh yeah, roll damage. Dope. Uh go ahead and roll your second one. No cigar. The first shot seems to get uh trapped in the Icarus hide. Hits his mark, but it doesn't look like it did much. While the second shot uh, skims a bit of fur off the uh, top of the creature's head. And we roll over to Dwin's turn. Right. Um. So he's going to sustain his spell and it gets five feet bigger. You know, for just in case, like, allies back up a rest, right? Yeah, or in case I want to start actually moving around. <laughs> I, it can get one bigger next turn, and then it'll be at max range. Jesus. 
Yep. Okay, so it stays there. It doesn't follow where you are. No, it's it's an emanation. It's it's like it's like a paladin aura, dude. It follows around him. Okay, then yeah, it doesn't uh, need to get bigger. He is centered on you. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. All right. So that's one action. I'm gonna do a free action to do my once a day drain bonded item. So he, uh, Dwin, um. He he turns this ring on his finger that um, probably everyone here has seen him kind of turn before. Kind of like he's playing with it, you know? But um, turns it and kind of like rubs this, this stone instead on it and uh, regains his uh, spell, spell that he's cast previously that he can cast again. So he's going to cast Fireball again. Yeah! Get that fireball! Oh, yeah. Creature gets fireball. Uh, so it's a reflex save. Fuck him up. And the DC is 21. Oh! Oh! Yeah! Yeah! I mean, that basically should be me critting. Woo! Uh... So I would do 18 fire damage, but hey, if you want to double it because it rolled in that one, I'd beat game. Do spells not crit? Well, attack spells do, but um, like fireball is a save based one. Ah, okay. So. I mean, save based ones still have uh, different effects for different right, levels right. of success. Don't I they? know. I'm, I'm just kind of like, hey. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, Fireball doesn't, doesn't list anything specific for crit failure or anything like that. Well, that's lame. I know. Let me... But whatever. Yeah, I'll, I'll take double. Yeah. And he's not immune to fire either. Good. That's my turn. He's just kind of back, back his wall, uh, back to the wall there, kind of backed up partially behind this the wagon or cart or whatever, just kind of like, please don't look at me. I'm definitely not a wizard without spell slots. Yep, def- definitely not a wizard. I've got big armors. Uh, yeah. So, you all see a the uh, charred flesh of this nightmare uh, reaching a tendril slowly past y'all in the direction of uh, where the corpse landed after it flew past John. Not John, Red. (laughs) (laughs) I said it. I said foot-based war crimes, and here we are. They're kind of similar, right? They're both martial artists. They're both martial artists. I think that's about where the similarity ends. If if John was in Pathfinder, he'd be a monk. Alright, I'm just letting y'all have that knowledge. Uh, And it is Corey's turn. Yay. I don't like the little tendril thing sticking out there. I do like that the monster's down to 20%, though. 
I'm going to cast Guidance on Radigan. And then I'm going to cast... Oh, shit. Hey, 27 to hit. What if I told you that missed? I'd cry. Oh, well, don't cry, because it it hit. (laughs) Hooray! Hooray! It's not a lot. Nine damage. Hell yeah! Don't forget you're hasted. You can always do a melee swing. Oh, shit. I can do that even though I've spent my three actions? Yeah, yeah you, because haste gives you a fourth a action. Fourth action that you can use to either move or attack. And yeah, I'll, I'll also swing with my scimitar. Thank you for the reminder. Mm-hmm. 24. Does a 24 hit? A 24 does not hit. Damn it. Boo. Womp womp. I tried. That will be my turn. All right. Next up is Red. Okay. Uh, Flurry of Blows. Let's go. Let's go. Gonna use my uh, guidance on this one to try and hit it. Nope. Can try and hit it again. Sir. Big oof. Um, okay, as my third action, I'm going to try and wrestle that tentacle. Did you use your guidance plus one? Yes, I did. That was for my first attack. I'm going to try and wrestle that tentacle and stop it from getting to Jenny. All right. Uh, roll me a grapple. What would that be? I believe it's athletics versus fortitude DC. Yeah. So you're rolling in athletics, looking to beat 25. I can tell you right now, I'm not beating that, but I'm going to give it a, give it the old college try. Oh yeah, because you built the grapple stuff, but for but put it into something else, didn't you? Yeah, I built for wolf, but I should have built for strength instead. So. You know, I, I'm I'm giving it the show. Like, what was I going to do? Like, roll that with a with a plus four? Yeah. <laughs> you know, roll roll it as an acrobatics. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can try that then. Because, like, this is a one shot. We can play a little fast and loose with the rules. You built you to be good at acrobatics. Know. You acrobatic. You're great. At twenty. I, I think that I acrobatic my fuck my fuck off. Let's go. Yeah, yeah uh, you know, right out there riding the roller coaster of the, <laughs> the fucking tentacle. He's doing like the uh, mechanical bull style. He gets yeah. on there, does some cool skateboard tricks. I will keep that in mind when the tentacle slams you in the ground. <laughs> Gonna ollie, ollie the tentacle slam. All right, my turn. Uh, the tentacle flails with red on it, uh, tossing them into the air. As he flails into the air, the tentacle disappears. Okay. And 
lashes out at Corey. Uh, you're not going up high enough that I'm going to make you take fall damage. This is more flavor. Uh, but yes, you successfully stopped the tentacle from reaching out to Jenny this round. Okay, I, I was going to say like, how high up do do I do I go? Because at level, because as a monk, I get I got the free feet cat fall. Yeah, how far does that let you fall without taking damage? Let's see. Your cat-like aerial acrobatics allow you to cushion your falls. Treat falls as 10 feet shorter if you're an expert. Um, in acrobatics, treat falls is 25 feet shorter if you're a master. Uh, so I am an expert, so I can treat fall. Basically, falls from 10 feet do not bother me at all. Yeah, so it flings you uh, 15 feet in the air. Uh, okay. So you will have the uh, opportunity to, you know, juggle or flavor and attack how you will on your turn when you finish your fall. Okay. Next, the charred corpse kind of lilts over, making direct eye contact with Dwin, uh, pushing visions of your... Wait, who's making direct eye contact? The monster? Uh, the nightmare monster. Oh, oh boy. Monster. Hi, friend. Uh, pushing visions of your uh, ev- eviscerated son into your mind. Uh, make me a will save. Oh, we'll save. Okay. Um, um, you know, I have got this thing that I keep forgetting about. Um, Call of Ancient Blood as a reaction. The trigger is you attempt a saving throw against a magical effect, but you haven't rolled yet. Ancestors, innate resistance to magic surges, and you sl- uh, before slowly ebbing down, you gain a plus one circumstance bonus to the triggering saving throw until the end of this turn. Hey. So, um, I will get a plus one. Boo. <laughs> That's terrible. All right. What is the... Have you already the... used your hero point, Alex? I have not. I shall do that. Good call. I feel like we're hopefully nearing the end of this battle. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you didn't use your hero point, it'd be the end for you, because that would have crit. Oh, oh boy. I mean, that might have been more dramatic for the session. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. I only got three better, so... But did three better save him from a crit? I guess. A crit on uh, Phantasmal Killers. uh, Bad news. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, everything on Phantasmal Killer is bad news, but a crit is really bad news. I should have casted Sparkle Skin on the creature. That's some damage. 32! Oh boy, cool. Yeah, uh, racked with guilt and the knowledge that you could have stopped him if you had an ounce more bravery. Well, I got an HP, so do with that what you will. You got what? 10 HP. Yeah. Yep, good times. God damn it, I still can't. I... 
Yeah, the the migraine sits in as you feel blood pouring from your nose. It feels like your head's about to split apart. Uh, and it's Sandara's turn. You want to go ahead and put Dwin out of his misery? <laughs> I'll keep uh, doing what I've been doing. I'm going to shoot it. I'll shoot it after Amy. 25 hits. It takes half a point of damage. To what? Uh, She hit, but she rolled a one for damage. Oh. I'm going to try with a short bow again. End of turn. All right. Next up is Gwyn's Revenge. Wins revenge. Um, well, one action is going to be uh, expand the spell to full power. Maximum power. But mostly he's uh, he's kind of crumpled against the, the wall there of the house, um, weeping in his um, still residual nightmare fuel Phantasmal killer visions. Um, and he just disappears. And that's his turn. Uh, oh. oh. I was going to say I'll trade you a fireball for 10 HP. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I'll take it. I'll do it. All right. Uh, take your final act. Uh... Okay. Uh, yeah, it's got to do a reflex save then. 21 DC. Oh boy. I was gonna heal you. I was gonna cast invisibility and hide, but, um, <laughs> you know. Co- Cody made a devil's bargain for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotta go for it. I mean, it's a one shot, right? Hey. <laughs> Please tell me that's good for us. Uh,. God damn, it had 22 with a 4? Yeah, yeah, it has a plus 18. Jesus. Yeah. Well, This I thing mean, is not fucking around. It made it. No. My DC was 21. Doesn't um, that just make it take half? Yeah, so it takes 12. Cool, it had 10 hit points left. Hey, me too. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> we both die. Um, uh, Wynn pours the last bit of Arcana, pulling from all the 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 reserves he has to just pour in spite and rage and anger and just all the swirling emotions into this last just raw mana explosion uh, on the creature, and I think he blacks out um, before he really sees the result. Damn, I forgot to ask him what he wanted on his tombstone. Hey, it was on his mind. That's why he kept asking everyone. So is he like dead dead or is he just like in the dying condition? Normally it would be dying, but you know, Cody set up a devil's bargain, so I don't know. Yeah, what do you think's better for the story to win? Um, I think Dwin, I think Dwin 
I mean, it's not that it was this creature that did it, but this is like the creature of that goddess that whose lesser creature took his his child, right? Oh yeah, yeah, this is definitely one of hers. Yeah. Um I think he burned himself out with that last spell. You know? He was old, he didn't have the resiliency that he he had in younger years and he's been pursuing this sort of goal for decades probably. Um, not that he was hunting for the specific one, but just this has been his quest and it's been an all consuming quest for him. And I think, yeah, being kind of on the last dregs of, of power and will and life essence, he just poured it all in and burned himself out to burn it out. I'm inclined to agree. So, things with the roar and intense heat of a fireball, things become almost eerily silent in the night. A church in ruins, a fallen comrade. You're left with nothing but your thoughts and each other. As you feel the last of... Gwen's essence die out as his spell fades around you. What would you like to do? I feel like uh, seeing this thing go down, Red is going to uh, run over to the collapsed form of Dwin and like not realizing exactly what's happened, just kind of like give him like a like a shake on the shoulder like just kind of like shake him a bit thinking that he's just unconscious and just kind of go <laughs> nice one Dwayne I didn't think you had another one in you but you you really pulled through for me there bud drinks are on me everybody <laughs> good one and just kind of like patting him and like waiting for him to wake up Corey's I, I think he's I think you see like blackened thing like in his hands like where it really drained him Corey's going to like fall to her knees in front of Dwin. Um silent tears falling down and she's gonna knowing in her heart it's probably not gonna work. She's gonna attempt to cast stabilize on him. Um and since it's a cantrip, she's just gonna it's gonna be one of those like she's gonna keep trying it even though she knows it's not working in hopes that something would happen. Yeah. Uh, how long are you pumping? Probably until either she tires herself out or, like, someone stops her. Yeah. Uh, the life energy pumping through Dwin. You see a faint glow behind the eyelids, but you don't sense the life force there. Uh, you pump again. The grass it's hard to notice but the grass does seem to get more lush around him you pump again flowers begin to bloom you pump again you think you hear a breath and you try one more time and it's silent 
she's uh, running off of the feelings of she's lost her sisters the last time they went out to fight creatures like this. She's not going to lose someone else, and she wasn't able to help them. That's why she's gonna. She was gonna keep pumping. <laughs> Good one, Corey. <laughs> when you can, you you can stop now. This is this joke isn't funny, man. <laughs> you pump again, and vines grow along the wall of the building. You pump again, and they begin to bear fruit. Corey, Corey, he, he's he's not getting up. We uh. I know, Red. I know. And she's going to pump it again. You pump again, and the sweet scent of home begins to emanate from the flowers now growing alongside uh, Dwin's corpse. You pump again. And the leaves begin to grow with life magic themselves. You pump again. And again. And again. And eventually she's gonna basically just stop. Break down. Like, she can't keep going on. What's uh, what's Sandara doing while this is occurring? Stoically watching from behind slowly walking up to the two uh, being from a kind of isolated community that lives in the woods very rugged so she's used to death and the natural state that it is so she'll see Corey trying and trying and trying to bring him back and when she finally gives up she'll walk up to her and just put a hand on her Okay, let's go home and get a drink. He's with his son now, and he'd be happy there. Well, when they are talking about this, uh, Red's going to reach down to uh, Dwin, uh, where that he was, and kind of roughly go through his things and kind of start looking for the uh, the, the 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 monster compendium that he he'd been working on. Yeah. Uh, at any point, do you touch Dwin? Like, skin-to-skin contact? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think that I mentioned that. Uh, like, now? Yeah, I think that he would, yeah. Yeah, uh, you, as your skin brushes into his, there is so much life magic flowing through, uh, through the corpse. Uh, you are full healed. Oh... And you, uh, you do eventually come across the compendium. Red's going to take that and look to the others and go, this, this was his life's work. We, we shouldn't let this be in vain. We tell stories of our friends to keep them in our heart. And we're going to keep working on this until this book is full and more like it for our order. Corey, uh, Corey will silently stand and just nod in agreement. Put her, her, put her scimitar away and hold her shield kind of down. Did Dwin have anything on him to signify where that he 
uh, would like to be buried or anything like that, or should we just go find, like, a nice hill overlooking a nice Um, field or something? I think probably, not that he had something on him, but I think you, in your travels together over the last months, maybe years, um, I think Dwin, I mean, probably everyone, but Dwin certainly would have, you know, talked about his life before and stuff, and that's why how you would have learned about his son and all that. I think you would know the town he lived in. You you might know where his son was buried. And even if he hadn't said it um, specifically, you know that he was doing all this because of or for his son. And probably that's somewhere he would want to be laid to rest if the opportunity was there. We should inform the townsfolk. We should inform the townsfolk that this, uh, this has all been done. And, uh, once that, uh, once that they all know that they're safe again, we should see that maybe we can commandeer a cart and horse to lay our friend to rest. Everybody roll me a will save. No. I don't wanna. What about Alex? Does he have to roll a will save? Yeah, if I fail, I come back as a zombie. Am I still right? I think that would have worn off by now because it wears off yeah. at the rate of 12 seconds. Yeah. Jesus. You said a will save? Yeah. Can I just say how much I don't like this dice roll? I mean, you can use your hero point. Oh, you did? 22. All right. Uh, so, uh, Corey doesn't get this vision. Uh, but as you, as Red mentions, letting the town folk know they're safe, uh, Red and Sandara, you get one more vision. A vision of scared starving women and children locked in a boarded up church burning holy texts for warmth as they slowly succumb to their worst nightmare. And that's the end of the vision. Seems like a good one to have uh, failed. Or or made or whatever. But before we leave, we should make sure to investigate the church. Make sure that there's no more uh, monsters or eggs or anything else in there. Agreed. And Corey will go check. Red will go as well. We're kicking down the front door this time. There is no front door. It's already gone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What front door? <laughs> front door is like in the middle of the town square now. We're yeah. walking through where what used to be the front door this time. You remember how when you looked through the crevice, you saw a too small skeleton? Mm-hmm. Yeah. As you walk into the church, you see a lot more. Oh, you don't say. Uh, like a couple families worth. Uh, the smaller ones... 
laying down next to a larger one. In pods, can you describe skeleton laying as pods? In groups? Yeah, groups works. No. Because when I think pods, I think they're in like some kind of like egg sack. Fair. They are in groups, small groupings of little ones grouped with uh, bigger ones. Uh, They're. Yeah. I mean, if it was dolphin skeletons, it would be a pod of skeletal dolphins. Stop it. Stop it. (laughs) No. Uh, You see that? You see a pile of uh, scorched books. Um, It looks like they were uh, books of various deities. Uh, None of them stick out as belonging to Omashu. In a corner of the chapel, you do see a more haphazard pile of human bones. No one living, though, right? No. Everyone in this building starved a long time ago. Corey's just gonna, like, bow her head and say a soft, quiet prayer over the all of it. I think... And then she'll look at Red afterwards. I think it's over now. No, there's still work to be done. I'll go gather up the remaining townsfolk. These people should be buried. It's a shame. One of my last spells was gentle repose. And then Red's gonna uh, head on out and start gathering, uh, trying to gather up people around town to try and, uh, well, convince them to start burying the dead that have been in this church for who knows how long. No one's going to want to help. Uh, They, one of the older uh, of the bunch will bring up the fact that we know they're there. That's, we locked the cultists in there. We, they don't need a burial. They should have, they shouldn't have been doing those things they were doing. We made sure that they got locked in there and none of them could get out. And now you want to take them out of that place? I'm going to just sigh and go back to uh, Corey. It seems that the people here are... The dead inside the building are uh, were cultists. The people do not want to help Burying them. You, with Dwin gone, I believe that you might be the only person who might know of these kinds of things. Is it safer to leave them where they are, board this place up, or even burn it? Or is it better to bury them? Uh, is that a, a cult? Uh, roll me a religion. Check. 21. Yeah. Uh, you 
like you've seen cults before. Uh, you, there's usually some sort of iconography around altars, yada yada yada. Uh, you don't see any uh, evidence of a cult here. Uh, it looks like they were just plain people, and you feel like the right thing to do would be to bury these people. Uh, Corey's gonna kind of turn to look back inside the church for a moment, scan everything, kind of look around, look like she's taking some mental notes, and then she's gonna look back to Red. I'm not seeing any signs that this was a cult, or that there was a cult here. Um, either way, I, th- I think that these people, spirits, should be put to rest. Agreed. We should take care of the, uh, we should take care of their spirits and they do not linger and cause more problems for this town. Also, we should search and see if that maybe our compatriot, uh, that went missing that sent us here in the first place is among them. And finally... When we get after that, we are done taking care of our lost comrade. We should report back to the order about what we found here. I feel like this town holds a little bit more secrets than it's letting on. But I don't think that we're in any state to solve the problem. And Red just kind of like punches his fist. Corey will nod in agreement. Yeah, this, if they are saying that they put these people in here and that it's a cult, but there's no signs of a cult, there definitely uh, seems to be something else going on here, other than what we just dealt with. Right. So, you'll take the time to make sure everyone receives their burial rites. Uh, some of the townsfolk uh, will try to stop you. Stop you. Uh, I'm assuming they are promptly put in their place. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they get haunted. <laughs> Great. Um, you don't find any evidence of your missing compatriot. Um, But you're not sure that there's any evidence to be found of him after seeing this uh, thing absorb things. uh, You're not sure if it like eats people to get stronger or what it does. Uh, unfortunately, your monster expert can't uh, let you in on that secret now. But you make it, uh, you get all your affairs in order. And you retire back to report to the guild. Uh, Well, don't let me cut you off prematurely. Uh, after getting everything in order, is there anything else the group wants to do? Uh, me personally, no. I just want to make sure everybody's dealt with and Dwayne is respectfully dealt with. 
I have already told you my order of operations for what's going down. Yeah. Uh, you get back to the uh, the order, and as you report what you found, uh, they go. Uh, do you give over uh, Dwin's compendium to one of the archivists? Uh, I, I would like to, I'm going to hand it over to them. Be like, I would, if at all possible, I would like a copy made for my personal use so that I can continue the work. Oh, yes, yes, of course, yes. Uh, and you said the town you were in, uh, it's, uh, you said that they claimed that the church, the people they locked in the church were a cult, a, uh, cult of the mother of monsters. That is what they claimed. However, uh, Corey, uh, said that they, that she did not find any, Indication of them worshipping the mother of monsters. Yeah, they're, uh, he's flipping through a book. Uh, he didn't quite catch the title before it made its way to the table. Uh, yeah, we've got no record of, uh, one of those cults popping up in that, uh, backwater. Oh, I sure... Those, uh, those nightmares sounds like a waking nightmare. Uh, those usually come when something bad's happened and they grow off of spreading their nightmares to other people. And that sounds, sounds like what y'all ran into. This, you know. We we fight the monsters that go bump in the night, but you can't always stop the ones that bump in the daylight. And he sort of shakes his head, closing the book. These people need to learn to leave it to the professionals. But you can't change the past. We'll make copies of this. We'll make it known. We'll send inquisitors to the town. And... Dole out justice where justice is due. And Dwin Brunspitz is last seen on a hill next to his son, shimmering and golden, laughing as the sun sets. Thank you for taking the time to enjoy our show. If you liked what you heard, why not leave a review or tell a friend about us? It helps get the word out about the work we put into this show. If you wanted to ask us any questions, you can contact us through Twitter at a pair of dice lost or email at a pair of dice lost at gmail.com. The theme song for this game is Horrorific by Kevin McLeod, used under a Creative Commons license. And for making it this far, remember to refresh those hero points. <laughs>